Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Welcome to Speaking Out for the Blind. I'm Brian McCallan. You may remember one of my previous episodes where I interviewed ACB Radio's Debbie Hazelton about her very active life in and out of the radio station. Now she rejoins us today to talk more about her return to ACB Radio. Give us a little bit, a little bit of info about the current state of the station and where this special gem, meaning Debbie, is going (laughs) in the near future. Welcome back to the show, Debbie. Thank you, Brian. It's great to be here. Thank you so much. Let's first learn about how you became involved with ACB Radio. Just how did you become involved? It's quite a story. Many years ago in the 80s, I started doing radio features for the motivation station WNN, and my features were syndicated on nine different stations throughout the country, And at one point, I was on six times a day. Uh, I did three groups of series of features. And then the station had its own challenges. And so I left. And I always knew I wanted to come back to radio. So in 19, no, it was in 2006, I believe, that I started with a station online called CTI Radio, and there were people that were saying, Debbie, you ought to come to ACB Radio. And so in 2007, I did, knowing I had a number of friends there. And at that time, it was really tough to get a slot on Interactive, and I knew I was going to do some things with Mainstream as well. Well, I find I did get a slot, and it worked out. And so I've really been involved ever since, except for this hiatus that I took. Hiatus? What was this hiatus all about? Well, this eight months uh, that I took off, uh, we here in the house, I live with my friend Des and uh, Tony, her brother, and he and I call each other bro and sis now too. (laughs) And their father, Tommy, had Alzheimer's dementia and uh, he was diabetic and had kidney disease. And so we were all involved in taking care of him. And it was a 24-7 caregiving vigil. And so I just knew I needed a break from my shows. I knew I needed to focus. And then uh, he did pass in February, and we began a huge moving of different things around in the house, who was in what room, my office room changed. And it just took until a few weeks ago when I got relocated into the room I'm in now for my office. I missed being here, but I really did need a break, and I needed to focus. Now you're back on ACB Radio again with those new rooms. What pre what what prompted you to come back to ACB Radio exactly? Well, I missed everyone and I kept hearing that people were missing me and and missing my shows and uh so I have also been involved in working on getting a station going myself and I it took me a while to figure out how that was going to work with ACB radio. I didn't want it to conflict in any way. 
but I've wanted my station to reach a wider audience and to also help to bring more people to ACB in a way through having a station. And I've gotten more involved with YouTube and other people who are on YouTube and um, and also on Facebook. I don't really care for Facebook, but oh, well, it's there. And I'm active on Twitter. Well, somewhat. I used to be a lot more active on Twitter. But anyway, I have missed doing live shows. I continued doing pre-recorded In the Quiet because that show actually is on well, now it's on 10 stations. At the time that I left ACB Radio, I knew In the Quiet was still on three. And I kept giving them mostly replays and every now and then sitting down and doing a pre-recorded show. But it was a lot of work and I thought about stopping. And then I found out that it was on nine. And I thought, well, heck, if I'm going to keep doing it for them, let me come back to the people that I know and love on ACB Radio and do it live. So... Here I am. And of course, then I knew I had to bring back the good energy mix because that's just been fun. And that's actually in its 11th year. 11 years. Wow. And you play lots of acapella songs on there, right? I love acapella and I love upbeat music. I love music that encourages something to feel good about and kind of inspires people and just helps to to bring that that optimism that feel good positive kind of feeling and in the quiet is very relaxing it's something you could lay on your couch to listen to yes and in that one i'm really hoping that people go in and find oh that extra what i call elasticity of spirit that extra way of having maybe a longer fuse and getting different ways, different choices for how to respond and all those good things. So in the quiet, I believe it's in its sixth year now. And I'm very proud of that, that show. I'm very proud of that show too. It it even de-stresses a lot of us who have to work all the time. Oh, that's nice. Thank you. I've gotten uh, reports of people listening to it uh, at all hours at times when it was on demand, and I'm sure it'll be back. And But people finding comfort when they've lost animals or people and going through things. And I just, I love it too. Sometimes people call it ITQ and they call the good energy mix gem. So <laughs> I'm really happy to bring those both back. Yeah, because what does gem stand for? Good Energy Energy Mix. mix. G-E-M. Yes. You're going to also be relaunching a show in August called The Inside Trek. This is a talk show that follows, that's, that's like mine. It is, and it's similar. It's on The Inside Track, and the subtitle is Defining Moments from There to Here. And I, I guess... My bias is I love to hear how people feel sort of called or nudged on the inside to make changes, to make shifts, to find their inner voice and choice, to find their inner spirit, really. And it's really not just for people who are blind. I have and will continue to have guests on there who are sighted as well. I just really like to have people who have in some way been an inspiration and to hear their story. What, what, what are your interview styles for Inside Trek? 
a little different than yours. And I think that's so cool. I mean, I love yours. You work in a very tight way, which probably even helps with, might help with editing and helps to prepare guests. I don't really prepare guests. And when they want to talk about what we're going to talk about, I actually don't even really like it because a lot of times it sounds great when we prepare and then they've prepared so much, it doesn't always come off the same way. So I just encourage us to sit back and have a conversation. And it's, it's a little more, I think, a little more reflective and even personal in a way. I guess it's almost a little more like Oprah style. <laughs> or talk like we're just at a McDonald's or Burger King having lunch. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Now, I don't think it hurts to talk about ACB Radio's past before getting into the present. When I okay. started doing Speaking Out for the Blind back in 2012 on ACB Radio... By the way, this show was started actually as an internship at the Lighthouse for the mm, Blind in San right. Francisco. But when I started doing this on ACB Radio in 2012, this was a few years after getting my bachelor's degree in college, ACB Radio had fewer channels. There was, there was no world news and information or special event streams. How did ACB Radio have these new streams? Well, ACB Radio has gone through lots of changes over the years, and there are some who hang on to its beginnings, thinking that it's it should only be the way it was in the very beginning. Well, it's had lots of dips and valleys, and uh, there are times that, well, we didn't have the world and news, but I think we had something else. I don't even remember now. Gradually, it's it's added because what we did was we used mainstream for conventions, and that meant oh, we did have a world. We had a world stream. That's what we had. It wasn't world news, but it was a world stream for music, and World Blind Union was hosted over there, and we had a lot of shows on mainstream but when we had a convention, we had to postpone those shows, and that didn't always go over well. So now we have the live stream for conventions, and then when there's two going on at once or some big special event, then we have the special event stream, and then we have the world news and information stream that some people wanted. There's also a Twitter page, and a mo like many TV stations have, even some radio stations, a mobile app. How did Absolutely. ACB Radio speak out to add these new places for listeners to interact with the station and just find it another place to listen to ACB Radio? Well, I think we knew that a lot more people were getting on Twitter and Facebook, so there was a need to really step up and get more involved with so social media. And then um, there was also more interest in having an app so that ACB would have a lot of ways to get news and information to people and bring more people into ACB and have a place where people could listen to the various streams. And of course, right when iOS started, there were people who said, but what about Android? And wow, they got to work. People got to work right away on making that happen. And it, I, I know at one point it, people thought it would take a lot longer, but now the Android version has launched. And so we're just 
very excited to have both iOS and Android for ACB Link. Well, I've got the ACB Link app on my phone, and when my show comes on Wednesday nights, I listen to it. That's great. And and I also listen to it a little bit on the computer just to check and see how both sound. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it works. My li- it increase my listenership a little bit more. You bet. And it also will work on the Amazon devices, on the Echo and all of those. And it's gotten easier. I think Larry's worked real hard to get Amazon and tune in to make sure that that works more easily so that people can just tell her to let me listen to mainstream. Let me listen to ACB Radio Mainstream or ACB Radio Interactive. Tell us a little bit about Larry Turnbull, the managing director of ACB Radio. You keep talking about a lot about him. Well, you know, I think a lot of times Larry is working so far behind the scenes, and I don't think he gets enough recognition for all that he does. He is the managing director of ACB Radio, as well as the server administrator for ACB. So he's the one that's working very hard to make sure that everything is accessible. And he's the one that he's up at five in the morning to make sure the servers are running. And I mean, there was one time that Randy and I were going to go live for cooking with the hazelnuts. And Larry took his laptop with him to somebody's house for a party or something. He had his laptop to make sure we connected. I mean, he really works very hard. And I I think there are people, I know there are people who compare with Jonathan Mosen and they think that everything should sound the way it first did. And frankly, I mean, they're, it's amazing. A lot of stations have come and gone, but ACB radio, even when it's been down to a skeleton crew, uh, it has still kept afloat. Since 90, 1999, I believe it's yeah, been. Yeah, 1999, I, in fact, interviewed yeah. Jonathan on one of my episodes once. That's great. Great guy. Uh, mm-hmm. You're also doing some speaking engagements. Some yes. special local ones. Where do you go and what do you talk to people about? Well, back in the, gosh, 80s, I started speaking for Health Communications and U.S. Journal uh, Publishing and Conference Company. And I had worked with them, worked for them, and I always loved public speaking. I guess I did it here and there ever since I was a kid. And in 1990 and 91, I came out with two of my own books. So I spoke at a bunch of their conferences and then gradually wasn't as involved, but always wanted to come back and always have felt very strongly about spirituality for me. Uh, I guess that's what I would call it and following, following that within and helping other people to find that real sense of treasure within. And so in 2011, near the end of that one day, I, I asked inside of myself, what is my purpose? even though I felt I knew. And the answer I got was to inspire. Now, a lot of blind people really don't like that. They're like, ooh, I don't want to be an inspiration. Well, I don't want to be just an inspiration as a blind person, but I do like inspiring people in a much deeper sense. And so I knew even then that public speaking and getting back into that more fully 
is really at the top of my list. So I had mentioned it here in one of the, in the metaphysical church that we have. It's a metaphysical new thought combining centers for spiritual living and unity. I had mentioned that I was available. And so they used me to speak or asked me to speak a few couple years ago once. And then, I don't know, just different things happened. And so they started to ask me more this year and it, it really went off very well. People have liked my speaking. So now I've been asked to speak a whole lot more often and I'm doing other things. I've even got, I've even learned their sound equipment. So I'm, I'm learning to use their mixer and um, all those good sound things that we deal with with radio and to platform assist and, and just be much more involved. But it's great to be speaking again. It's great that you're speaking too. And I've been listening to your last couple of shows. The Actually, it was the Monday show. The Monday show yep. I got to listen to. When oh, you did cool. the Good Energy Mix. And I thought, you again, you did a great job. Thank you so much, Brian. Um, we're um, we're gonna we're gonna get you on on the inside track. It's my turn. My turn. Yeah, Reverse th- the there roles. you go. <laughs> yeah, I sure. I'd be I'd be happy to be I, I I'd be happy to be uh put on the mic too. What are your favorite songs to play on the Good Energy Mix and in the Quiet? Any specific <laughs> artists or songs? Um, gosh. I guess I I love to play good acapella like Perpetuum Gazil I played the other day and uh, New York Voices and oh gosh lots of acapella I love to play Edie Gourmet and um, Steve Lawrence I love uh, good jazz I love good jazz if it has a good upbeat if it has good lyrics that encourage people to feel good. I made my promo with an India Ari song. Uh, I think it's called A Beautiful Day. And I remember Dan Kaiser and Ann Sylvia saying, oh, we really like that song. So uh, anyway, that's there. And on In the Quiet, um, I like I like music that, again, I don't want it to be too fast. Every now and then there's a fast track, but I like it to be. Uh, something that helps people go inside and or has some encouraging words. So I might play Liquid Mind and Dan Gibson. Uh, I might play Annie Sims, um, Steve Halperin, all kinds of uh, whatever I find that's going to accomplish those things. How do you organize all of your music? Do you have a special (laughs) playlist system? Oh, my music is so highly disorganized. It's terrible. I've got music in different places, and I'm always trying to organize it more. And sometimes tracks have gotten lost as I've tried to copy huge folders of artists and things. Um, I've got it on a few different drives and it's, I'm trying to get it more fully organized, but there's sort of a, an organized disorganization. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I know that feeling. You got some sets of music on this drive, some sets of music on another drive, and then same on another drive. Sometimes I've had last minute interviews on my show. And what I just do is I just plug in my mic to the computer, turn on Skype, call him and just do it. 
That's great. One of the things that amazes my uh, amazes Jason and I is particularly during In the Quiet, there are many, many times when one song will it'll go from one song to the next. And I've even had it be two or three or four times and it's all in the same key and it's not planned that way because a lot of times I don't even know that I'm moving stuff until the the previous song. And then I'm like, Oh, let me put this one in here. And I don't even know it's going to be in the same key. That is just so cool. <laughs> it is surprise, surprise. Yeah. Well, Debbie, you're an inspiration to many people out there. How Thank can our you, listeners Brian. learn more about you, listen to you, and maybe contact you? Oh, oh, and yes, if they want to become broadcasters on ASB Radio, if our listeners want to, what should they do? They really should. To be a broadcaster, they should contact Larry at acbradio.org. And um, to find me, uh, my website, I have a contact form at debbiehazelton.com. I have my Twitter there and um, I really need to put my Facebook um, ID or how to find me there link on that website. My website really needs some upgrading. Um, but if they tune in the good energy mix Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern in the quiet Tuesday evening at 7 p.m. Uh, and uh, yeah, happy to hear from you. Yes. And, and on the inside track, on the inside track, we'll be back on Wednesday. I believe it will be Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. Hmm. I believe so. That's about an hour and a half before my show. Wow. <laughs> because, <laughs> my, because mine's on at 1030 p.m. Eastern. Okay. That's 730 p.m. Pacific, my time. I'm a West okay. Coast boy, so you are. 7.30 p.m. Pacific <laughs> is my time. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right. Well, is there anything else you'd like to add? Just a huge thank you uh, to each and every one of you who listen, who have uh, appreciated uh, either me or appreciated ACB Radio over the years and and uh, appreciated you and your show, you, uh, Brian, and in terms of speaking out, you know, I, I just think that's so important. A lot about advocacy, a lot about helping people to know that those kinds of things, making positive change and and coming through and finding your voice and all that, that's so important. And I think even the name of your show is important. And it's just the work you've done has been really great. How can I say this without weeping? Thank you, Debbie. Thank you. Aww. I really, really appreciate it. And that's Aww. why I do this show, to speak out for blind and visually impaired people to help improve their lives. And, Debbie, you're definitely the key to keeping ACB Radio going for the blind and visually impaired listeners who want to tune in for the best entertainment and information out there. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you. Before we go, I welcome your comments on this program. Just visit and like me on Facebook at Speaking Out for the Blind or follow me on Twitter at Speak Out Blind or Speak Out for the Blind. You can also check out my website. That's speakingoutfortheblind.weebly.com. More information on today's show is posted there. 
Just look under the list of episodes and show news tab. My new email address is speakout at acbradio.org. And my show archive is at acbradio.org slash speaking dash out dash four dash the dash blind. Please note that there is a link located at the top half of the page and below the heading that says Home Speaking Out for the Blind, where you can subscribe to the podcast feed and listen to Speaking Out for the Blind shows, ranging from episode 94 to the present. That's all for this edition of Speaking Out for the Blind. Thanks for listening, and remember to speak out. Here at ACB Radio Mainstream, we are always working to improve the quality of our programming. If you have any feedback about anything you have heard here on ACB Radio Mainstream, please let us know by sending an email to support at acbradio.org. That's support at acbradio.org. You are listening to ACB Radio Mainstream, connecting the blind community. Luscious ocean waves, peaceful music, inviting us to spend time together in the quiet. This show, in its sixth year and now on ten stations, brings each week peaceful music and inspiring messages for greater well-being. What if some added peacefulness could give you some extra elasticity of spirit during your week, what if added quiet time could make a difference in actions versus reactions, in choices and overall quality of life? I'm Debbie Hazelton, bringing this show each Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern here on ACB Radio Interactive. I hope you'll join us where together our time we spend in the quiet makes a positive difference in our world. That's Tuesday, 7 p.m. Eastern, here on ACB Radio Interactive, in the quiet. The American Council of the Blind has established the Legacy Society to honor and recognize individuals who have communicated their intentions to include ACB in their estate plans via a bequest or another type of planned gift. We want to acknowledge individuals for including ACB in their will while they are still living so that we can thank them for their commitment to perpetuating ACB's good work for years to come. Says ACB President Kim Charlson, more information about the Legacy Society and how you can help is available from Tom Tobin, Director of Development at ttobin, T-T-O-B-I-N, at acb.org, or by phone at 800-424-8666, option 5. Thank you for listening to ACB Radio and for considering ACB's future financial needs. You're listening to ACB Radio Mainstream, the voice of the blind community.